visiting with our Shap of the Week, and it's Trip Graham and Trip back-to-back games. I know last week didn't necessarily pan out the way that you thought it would, but in your opening game, when the questions were all about, what are we going to do? Nakia Watson's gone. What are we going to look like at running back? Who's going to take over? What about our offensive line? Well, in the game against Belton, he answered all of those questions with 159 yards and your first varsity touchdown. Explain that feeling of, of being able to get out there in game one and be so dominant. It was great to get out there. Been a lot of waiting since spring and fall camp and kind of tried to stay away from everything that's been said. Do a pretty good job of paying attention to it. Yeah, there were for sure a lot of questions that had to be answered, and I'm glad that the O-line stepped up from where we were in the spring, and I think all of us, O-line, me, everybody's, you know, developed pretty well in that aspect, so it was good to get out there and have the game that we had your journey through Westlake football. It started on the offensive side of the ball, and then last year it went to the defensive side of the ball. That was just because you wanted an opportunity to play, and I will tell you this, the coaching staff wanted you to play as well. But how happy are you not to be putting your hand in the dirt and and delivering the punishment instead of chasing the punishment? Uh, That's pretty nice. You know, last year was, of course, it was great to get out and play, but it's pretty hard being as undersized as I was going against the guys that we had to play so it was fun to play last year defense was pretty fun this is a whole new thing but I think running back's probably a little bit more fun than D-line I would say the unique part about your situation trip is that coming from the defensive side of the ball to the offensive side of the ball you have a unique respect for the other side of the Mm -hmm. ball what do you see what did you take from the defensive side of the ball into your game? I think that really helped me a lot playing on defense, you know, especially D-line, just how physical you have to be to play that position. I think coming from that to running back to try to, like, deliver the blow instead of, like, how most people would think if you're running the ball, like, you're getting tackled or you're getting hit. Like, I think that having a mentality, like, if you can take that to someone else, it helps a lot. So coming from defense and having to play really physical all last year on D-line, I think that's really helped me a lot this year with uh, transitioning to running back. I look at your name, and when I saw it last year on the varsity, and I said, Trip Graham, and and we've had so many different names Mm. come through Westlake, where I'm never surprised at that name origin, but your name isn't Trip, is it? My birth name is Mark Graham, and my dad and my grandpa are both named Mark, so I was the third one. So I think it was actually my uncle. He was like, he's triple. Let's just go trip for short. And ever since then, I think the day I was born, he, he came up with that, and it's just run all the way. I've always gone by trip. So Mark Graham yeah. the third. Yeah. And, I, and I assume you, you dig it, otherwise it wouldn't yeah, be a thing. Yeah, no, I definitely do. It's a pretty unique name. Does it say it on your driver's license? That's all I want to no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> they, won't, they won't let me do that. The idea that you would have an opportunity as a senior to be in a situation where you would have to deal with something like you experienced on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I look at it as an opportunity more than I look at it as a negative, and I know that that's probably what you're hearing from the coaching staff. You lost last year, and there was nothing you can do about it because the season was over. And we just talked to Coach Dodge about it in our pregame show about how we have the opportunity now as a football club to regroup. Well, we didn't have that last year because we won 14 games in a row. This time we get to learn from our mistakes. What's this week taught you about your football team? 
I think the way the guys have all responded starting Monday, you know, Coach Dodge came and told us we had to have a great Saturday workout, had to come in on Monday, have a great practice, same with Tuesday and today. We kind of brought everyone else, like everybody together and just told them whatever issues we had before, we do get a chance to fix it and we need to fix it. It has to happen. Like specifically the O-line, I know I was talking to some of them and this isn't new anymore. Like you've played two games, you've been through it. Anything that needs to get fixed still can get fixed. Like it's not like it's out of the question. So all week, I think we've all responded pretty well. All, we've had a great week of preparation. In looking at last week, you, you learn from it, obviously, but it also gives you a chance to learn from each other and where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, and not necessarily from a physical standpoint, because up until the fourth quarter, things were going fine. I mean, there were obviously football things that can be fixed along the way that yeah. you knew was going to happen. But at the end of the day, this was more about mentally bouncing back, right? We did play, a, I feel like, a pretty good game through three quarters. And then, of course, the fourth happened and go the way we wanted it to. But I think that was probably the biggest issue. I don't think it's how we played, like, physically, anything like that. I just think we mentally needed to, like, come together get sharp do whatever we needed to do fix everything in that aspect which I think we've done a good job of this week I've always talked to to guys over the course of the years and, and I find that some guys like stats some guys don't like stats mm-hmm. uh, some guys don't really pay and it's not so much don't like it yeah. some guys just don't pay attention to it which yeah. one are you do you pay attention to the numbers no People told me after Belton however many yards I had and all that, and I've not really gone on the internet and checking whatever. Stats don't matter a great deal to me, so just as long as I'm doing whatever I need to do to help the team win, get better, whatever I need to do, that's what I care about more than stats. I look at the goal board as really the only metrics that come into play Mm -hmm. for you guys. Is that And and Coach Dodge mentioned something, and as much as he talks about the goal board, whether it's in here with, with our weekly meetings or it's at quarterback club where he's talking to the the parents in the community he mentions it because it's a plan and one of the things that I've always taken from that is well this is you know can be the ramblings of an old school coach at times and the the new school and this may be something that that I brought to his attention if you're going to run a tech company or if you're going to run any company you got to take a look at the numbers you got to take a look at a balance sheet you got to take a look at revenue coming in and money going out and and you got to take a look at the numbers productivity all those things it seems to me that the goal board represents if the if Westlake football was a business, the goal board represents the numbers. Is that how you guys look at it? In the three years I've been on varsity, I think we've lost, I think, four or five games. And the goal board is a formula to win, like a formula to success. And you can check past three years which games we've lost, and it, it hasn't been filled up like we would like to, and that's a direct result of us losing. And every game that we have filled the goal board up, offensively, defensively, and special teams, we've won every game we should have. It's got to be frustrating to yeah. know that it's yeah. like, dang it, he's right. <laughs> every time he's been right, every single time about the goal board. So you work closely with the captains. Obviously, mm-hmm. the captains are in your senior class, and. Yeah. Being the fact this is only the second game that you guys have mm-hmm. dropped in a full season mm-hmm. and two games, how do you guys handle this internally? What would be your message, not only to the team, but to the community as well, to the fans, about we've got this yeah. and it's not, there's no reason to panic? Mm-hmm. No, I know that all the seniors have really felt like we needed to step up to like keep everyone cool, calm on an even keel that, you know, last week didn't go how we wanted it to, but we're going to do everything in our power to get it fixed. So I know that it probably rattled the community a little bit, and I'm sure it did, but in the locker room, at least, I think we all knew like, we're going to be fine. We're going to be good. We're going to get everything fixed. So I don't think anybody has anything to worry about. Everybody talks about the running back position being one of 
star power. You're the one that gets the credit for the yards. It's great when you break a big run. It's awesome when you score. I take another look at it, and so do my broadcast crew. Mm. We all take a look at third down blocking on pass protection. We all look at blitz pickup. Those are the things that we've gotten used to over the course of the years, especially with the Kia who enjoyed that part of the position, whether it was creating the extra space for Taylor to make a move out of the backfield or whether it was absolutely destroying a would-be blitzer. I know watching the last couple of games, you've had some moments where it looked like you were having a whole lot of fun out there. They're cutting someone down, chopping them in half. It's a lot of fun to do. And I've been working with Coach Murdoch, trying to get really good at blocking because you know they told me that was going to be a huge part that I needed to start playing like faster and better without the ball so and that's the part where coach Murdoch has always talked about it and we talked about it with Blake and several offensive linemen including Garrett Ayler from last year is the ability to impose your will on someone and that's kind of where I think your game goes up a notch because the second you deliver that kind of blow you come back and you're ready to run the football is that yeah. is that kind of how it works exactly you can't just be a one-dimensional running back you can't just be good when you're running the ball you know so whether that's passing game blocking anything like that you, know, you got to get it cleaned up because if you can do everything then They'll call your name more than are just good with the ball. Final thought, Trip, as you wind down the end of game two and look into the district opener, how does Trip Graham get ready to play football? What what's your what's your go to routine? What makes up game day preparation for Trip Graham? I think that always starts on Thursday nights. In this case it'd be Wednesday. So after team dinner we usually few of us will go over to like Jake's house and hang out there for a little bit and then I don't really know why it is but I don't ever really sleep that much so I usually go home watch like three movies wake up and then I mean at school just kind of listen to music all day just try to calm down not get too anxious or riled up for the game or anything like that and then I think right before we go out on the game just go through stuff with Taylor Blake I think that's pretty much it that's how I get ready for games. So you take kind of a, an easygoing approach yeah. to it just so you don't hype yourself up yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. And then right before, I mean, kickoff, that's when that's when everything, juices get flowing and then you get real excited. And then right when you step on the field after that first play or you run the ball or someone tackles you, then it's kind of settle it in. You're ready for the rest of the game. He's Mark Graham the third. You know him as Trip Graham, our Shap of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. Glad to be here.